ML Nation, episode 229. Keep it simple. This is a very simple, simple business. We tend to overcomplicate it and make it tougher than it is. Just be you, share from your heart, and have fun with it. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. To be successful, you need coaching. Someone to help you overcome obstacles, give you a kick in the butt, consistent training, and the right support group. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chin, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. That's why I founded MLM Nation. You know, I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing profession because, number one, MLM allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. Number two, MLM allows us to give back more. And number three, MLM allows us to be better parents because you're always leading by example and creating that legacy. And our mission at MLM Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors achieve a full-time income. You must have a clear purpose and vision. Otherwise, you never do the uncomfortable things are necessary for success to happen. So that's why your purpose and vision is so important. Just wanted to remind you that. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you love networking times. Each issue is packed with amazing trainings and stories just like ML Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now here's today's iTunes review of the day. It comes from Aries53 at the US. It says, great stuff. A great show by Simon. I love the various guests and topics. Although I'm not an MLM, I love lots of strategies and valuable info in here. Well, Ari, thank you for sharing. And pretty cool. You're not in network marketing. Still came up to took the time. I don't know how you found the show. Uh, maybe we are one of the top business podcasts. I think top 100, top 120 business podcasts in the entire U.S. And maybe higher in other countries as well. So um, maybe just hopping around looking for different business stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Glad it's helpful. You definitely can learn, you know, doesn't matter what business you're in. Uh, the mindset, what it takes to be successful. Because, and once you have that winning mindset, doesn't matter what business you're in, you can, or even in school or in a job, you can take that with you. So, Aries, thank you for sharing that. And if you like the show, please take one or two minutes, leave a review on iTunes. Not only does it motivate us, me, the team, but also helps other people like Aries find the show on iTunes. So, thank you for that. And with that said, let's go to today's special show. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Sindra Caverly. Sindra, are you ready to make it happen? I'm so ready. Sindra Caverly is the founder of the Freedom Mamas. It's a social media community of women who lift each other up and live in their own personal power. Sindra considers herself a network marketing junkie <laughs> because she's so passionate about this business model and what it can do for people, and she's living proof. Sindra's currently fighting a stage four cancer diagnosis head on. She says no other business will allow her the time freedom to fight for her health, 
increase your income, and do what she loves every single day. Sinjar has been involved in network marketing for over six years. She's ranked advanced to the fourth leadership rank in her company in just 71 days. And right now, still actively enrolls an average of two new distributors a month. So, Sinjar, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background, what you used to do, and how you came across network marketing. Absolutely. So, uh, prior to network marketing, I was involved in retail management, specifically in training and development. And I, at that point, had um, had one child. And when I had my second child, I was invited to a home party. Um, this was just about six years ago. And I had gone a little bit reluctantly. And, and when I arrived, you know, that the product was a nice product. But at the end of the session, I asked the girl that was doing the party and I just said, you know, tell me a little bit about the compensation plan. I honestly, at that point, had had no experience with network marketing outside of a few things that had happened in my childhood. Um, a few home parties that I remember my mom doing and things like that. But other than that, up until that point, there was no experience with that. Um, and for me, this doesn't happen often, but for me, it clicked immediately that the numbers worked and I just thought I can do this. So I had six months at that point to not go back to work from my maternity leave with my second child and I made it happen. And that like really the rest is history. I just never looked back. Wow. Awesome. How, uh, how old are you kids right now? They are 12, seven and four. Mm, okay. I'm going to talk <laughs> about those kids in a bit. Boys and girls. What are they? Two older girls and then a little boy. Got it. I'm sure the boys mix it uh, lively at home. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So how, um, what, was, what was your experience once you got started? 48 weeks, the first 48 weeks, what was it like? Um, well, it's a, a massive learning curve. So um, for me, it was just trying to figure out how this fit into my life at the time. So, um, you know, what was my first steps? Fortunately, with that company... Um, there was a nice, you know, some tr nice tracks to run on when we started. So I just did as was told in a way as to sort of how to start reaching out to my network and those kinds of things. So the first 48 weeks is a little bit of a blur in a way, but just sort of doing what you need to do on a daily basis consistently was what I did. Hmm. So you talked about the system was very important and you yes. followed it. And I think that's a, one of the challenges for new distributors, they go in there with their mindset. Think, I'm going to do things my way or that's not the way things are done. But you are very coachable and just follow the system, right? Absolutely. And I think there's been times where I'm a very strong-minded person. So there's times where I've wanted to do my own thing or do it a different way or find a better way, whatever. But at the end of the day, following the tracks that have worked before or following the system that's worked before is the simplest and fastest way to get to your goal. So give me an example. What was something that you loved, you would have liked at the time to do it your way, but fortunately <laughs> you did it and you followed the system? Well, I don't know if there was really like one specific thing, but it would just be, you know, there'd be some, maybe some tools that I think would have been more effective in a different way. Just because of my background with training, that's sort of my, my, that's my thing is training tools and things like that. So, but Generally, it was all there. It was just there would be times where I thought, oh, maybe I could do this a little better. <laughs> You're right. Well, what were what some challenges you had when you first started? Oh, my goodness. Um, there was a few. <laughs> I would say the biggest challenge is learning how to share what you love, whether that be a product or a service, 
in a way that is authentic and true so that you can um, share with friends without scaring anyone away. So that's the biggest thing I think at the beginning is just you may be really excited and really wanting to tell everybody about what you're doing. Um, and that can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes. So just finding that balance with just sharing what you love in a way that's authentic. So I know a lot of uh, distributors have that struggle too. They become too salesy, right? Too hypey. So what would you recommend? They are very, they love the product. So what mm-hmm. advice could you give them? Simply to live what you love. So if you're living, truly living a lifestyle that includes your product or service, then it's a very simple share in my mind. And that took me a long time to really learn and let sink in. So um, letting go of the sales hype for me has really worked. And just sharing why I love what I love and why I truly believe it will help somebody else. Hmm. So live what you love. I really like that. So um, give me an example of that. Like, do you use this like stuff you post on social media stuff you uh can you give it a couple examples because i really like what you said live what you love mm-hmm. i just think everybody knows everybody that knows me knows what i do there's nothing that's hiding behind that and it's only because i live it if you look in my gym bag or my beach bag or whatever you'll see the products from my company. If you come into my home, it is everywhere. And that's because I truly love it. I truly love it. So I just think by simply using and loving your product or service, then people will ask, um, you know, why you love it so much, or it will come up in conversation when it's something that can support them. So that can be anything living what you love, but that's for, um, For this purpose, it's certainly that people just know that this product fits my lifestyle and it's um, a part of it. Yeah, it's about the consistency. I guess when people see you live it every single day, Mm -hmm. sooner or later they start becoming curious and start asking you about it. Absolutely, yeah. And you had mentioned uh, when I asked you about challenges, you had so many challenges. Now, I want to know (laughs) the worst, worst moment for you in network marketing, the worst challenge, but like you probably will have, most people have quit, but somehow you didn't. Right. And because of that, you are where you are today. Oh, the, um, this, is, this is a challenging business. It's why I love it. And it's why so many people quit. And there's been lots of things along the way where, you know, somebody has just said no in a way that, you know, you've taken it personally and that can kind of set you back. But there was one major thing for me about two years ago. Um, coming up two years ago. Um, and I was with a certain company. And what happened was I started feeling very unauthentic in it. And I started feeling like um, I started feeling like it was salesy because the things maybe that I was sharing, like I wasn't living what I was loving, basically. <laughs> so that was a very big challenge for me because the thought of starting over is very scary. And if you allow yourself to fall into that place of fear, you'll stay somewhere that feels incongruent or non-authentic or whatever forever because there's a paycheck there or that's the stability for your family. Um, And at that point, I had decided I was going to move on to something that felt better for me. And that was extremely scary, a very hard moment. It was not a good breakup, I would say, between, (laughs) between me and the company. So that was a hard one. But knowing that you have to follow your heart and do what feels right for you, that's what's so brilliant about this industry is you can create the life you imagined. And mm-hmm. I wasn't there before 
Um, but by stepping into that fear and doing what I felt like I really needed to do, I'm now in a beautiful place. So yeah, so some like I guess uh, new distributors have a hard time understanding that. I mean, obviously things happen to companies, management issues, things change. Mm-hmm. So you were probably very passionate about that company, and all of a sudden Absolutely. things changed. Maybe because the man. I mean, I, we don't need to get into the details, but right. management yeah. or whatever. How do you go back to your people and let them know? Because like, hey, because mm-hmm. Cinder used to be so passionate about this, and all of a sudden you changed. How right. do you communicate that and like be? I guess not live with yourself, but I guess kind of live with yourself. Hey, I wasn't lying to you, but things have changed. Can you follow me? Yeah, that was a part of, that was a stage in my life as well, where I was starting to become more open on social media as well. So I did speak to my top leaders very privately about it, obviously, and had that conversation. And for me, it had nothing to do specifically with the company. It had to do with me. So my personal growth brought me to a place where it no longer felt right. So I had never um, said anything that wasn't true prior to that. I had always believed in that product and that company up until a point where it didn't feel right. And then I moved on. So, but I was just completely honest with them. I talked to my leaders and I said, Hey, you know, my heart's not in this anymore and it's time for me to move on. And I made sure they had the support they needed, of course, without me. And it was, you know, it's a little, of course it was very, Mm. it was challenging, but at the end of the day, it was actually, um, well, it's very good for myself. And I know those leaders then also found um, people that they could connect with that were more attached, right? So right. I was becoming disconnected and that's not very good for them either. So yeah, well, definitely, I'm sure you definitely grew a lot in your MLM journey as a leader through that experience. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. And starting from ground zero is a, is a big wake up call. What would you say is the biggest wake up call? Um, you know what I think? I mean, being able to kind of walk away and then starting over, I think it's cool how much skills and how much personal growth I had had at that point um, to be able to just kind of fly with it again. So to know the skills and to know where the tools are and um, to be able to build those relationships and already have those relationships. So I was able to build quite quickly because of the skills and personal development I had done up until that point. So. Yeah. Um, just having the confidence that I, I had the tools I needed and the confidence I needed to do it again. I think that's the biggest fulfillment, seeing yourself grow. Absolutely. And knowing that, hey, um, back then it may have taken me a year, two years. Now I can do it in one month, two months because you've exactly. become a different person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, they say that network marketing is just a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. Yes, I love <laughs> and that. And I, I totally believe that. The amount of growth I've had in these years has been incredible. Definitely. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, actually we stay on this track. What would you consider your biggest aha moment? That and so this is actually two parts. This question: um, How long did it take you to go full time? And then the second question: What was the biggest aha moment that really turned your business around? That really helped your business explode? Okay, good. So it took me when I first started. It took me six months to get to. Um, full-time status. So there's this challenge, I believe, as being a woman or a mother in this industry of our children can either be the excuse not to or the reason to do it. And at that point, I had just had my second daughter and she was the reason I had to make it happen in six months so I could stay home with her. Um, so 
you know, I did it quite quickly. I definitely fumbled along the way and things like that. It was a huge learning curve, but I gave myself six months. I made it happen because I wanted that so badly for us. So it was six months. So I went full time and for the aha moment that for me, so when I was talking about when I did that transition and I started sharing on social media a little bit more about my personal journey, about why I love network marketing and all these things. And what I realized with my first kind of video share is how much sharing authentically can attract the tribe that you want. So that was a huge aha moment for me is that your story matters and what you've been through can impact lives. And I haven't stopped, honestly. I started doing that and now I'm always sort of sharing. I obviously have this huge health journey that I'm on and I'm always keeping people in the loop of what I'm doing and what I'm trying and what's working, what's not working. But that also transfers over to my business because I am a network marketing junkie. I believe it's a brilliant, brilliant industry. And I like to share why. So I think it's cool when you just kind of get out there and let people know who you are truly, not, not your Facebook world, but just who you truly are and who that attracts is really uh, was a huge aha moment for me. Now, you're, uh, getting back to it, I, th- I like you said, children can be the reason or an excuse. And you have mm-hmm. three kids. And when you started, your daughter was only like, uh, you know, you just had your daughter. Six um, months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you in the world did you have time to you know, <laughs> do this uh, full, t- you know, part time and still, you know, still make the business happen? Can you share some time management tips? Because I think one of the biggest hurdles is a lot of distributors don't think they have the time to do it. Right. So what what can you share with them? I think that honing your time management skills is a, is a huge thing to work on if you're not good at that because I basically schedule everything. I schedule me time. I schedule exercise. I schedule time with my kids. I schedule time with my husband. My calendar's full, but it's full of also downtime, but I schedule everything. So I think I started like I wanted to finish. So I started with a vision of having this beautiful, big team of people um, and how busy that would be. And I started scheduling and managing my time the way I saw the end result. So Not to say, though, in that six months, my life was completely out of balance. And in my mind, that's okay for short amounts of time. (laughs) Your your life can go out of balance because you're running, you're striving, you're, you know, racing towards something. And so it was out of whack. But thankfully, I have a very supportive husband and lots of family. So there was just, you know, a lot of people that rallied around me and supported me during that time so I could do what I needed to do. You put a great, good thing about a good, good point about uh, being in balance. And I think being in balance is uh, very often misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Right? Like your life needs to be in balance. Your overall life needs to be in balance. But when you're going for something, you can't be in balance. Uh, like for example, if you're going to build a business at the beginning, you are out of balance for a little bit, and I think that's necessary to, in order to achieve and anything in life. Well, I mean, if you're studying for an exam for finals, you're going to be out of balance for those couple right. of days, right? And I think a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to live a, live, live a balanced life, and they end up doing <laughs> nothing well. So, right. if you're listening to this, you do have to give up a short amount of time. Maybe it's go for a rank advancement, especially when you start your business, you really need to give the full time and attention it deserves. Uh, and then everything else, you can be able to spend more time doing the things. Like right now, I'm sure, Sindra, you can spend way more time with your kids now than if you actually started off, you know, quote, unquote, being balanced. You'd be more out of balance now if you started Absolutely. in balance when you first started your business. Yeah. Absolutely. And vice versa. I mean, obviously, 
Um, there's times where you need to be out of balance in favor of business. And there's times where you need to be out of balance in favor of family. So there's just different things go on in your life and just know that obviously we would love to see this sort of balanced life, but I don't think when you're looking for, um, a great life, a life full of greatness, that balance can stay. <laughs> I think you need to sort of run and push at points. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why do you think you were successful? You became full time in six months. And very, very quickly, while most distributors struggle, what did you do that other people are not doing? Hmm, I, I think I've, like I said, I've always had a very clear vision. I always knew where I was going. Um, I had a very clear picture of what that ideal life looked like for me. So not what it looked like for other people, but what it looked like for me. And I do believe, even though I can be strong-minded I do believe I've always been quite coachable so I I take the advice I run with that I try it I love a system I love a system that I can tap into that you know that works and gets where you need to go so being coachable and really having that clear vision hmm. I'm going to talk about something personal if it's okay uh can you, I know you said you're uh, fighting cancer right now mm-hmm. I am uh, can you share a little bit about that your journey and your um yeah, yeah, your struggles, your journey right now, and how you how can you do business during this mm-hmm. while, while during this fight? Absolutely. So I was first diagnosed last March, and that was about three months after I had made that transition from company to company. And I believe that everything happens for a reason. I believe that I had sort of found my home at exactly the right time when I needed it. Um, so in that last year from last March till this March, um, we believed we had beat the cancer. We thought we were in the clear. And unfortunately, March of this year, I was diagnosed, um, again with a stage four diagnosis, which obviously takes your breath away when you hear those words. But, um, here's again, why I'm so passionate about this industry. When I got that diagnosis, all I had to think about was my family, um, my friends, and sort of what my next move was for myself. Because of this industry, I didn't have to think, oh my gosh, I have to talk to my boss. I have to book time off. How am I going to have time for treatments? What, what does this look like? I had the freedom already to just say, okay, let's fight. Let's do what we got to do. So I think, you know, that's a way bigger gift than anyone could have given me just to have that freedom to do what I needed to do. And just now, exactly like you said, spend the time with my family. That's how I want to spend my time right now is be with them. But on the flip side of that, I love what I do. So again, I can still jump in and out and and do my business. And when you're living it, it comes up consistently. So you can have excuses or results, not both. And I believe my cancer can be a huge reason not to <laughs> and just step away or it can be a huge reason to leave my family a legacy that's going to take care of them forever hmm. so how are you doing in this fight against cancer it's good i'm doing well i'm doing very well i think i'm yep as far as things can go i'm doing really well i'm just waiting on some test results and then we'll know exactly what's going on but right now i feel fantastic and that's really kind of what i live off of is just how i'm feeling so i'm yeah. very hopeful well, I think like well, you love obviously you love what you do, and I know I think the first reaction uh, I had when I was reading your story was that 
like when you have cancer, you're supposed to step back because right. work <laughs> makes you stress and stress is not good, right? But if you mm-hmm. really love it, obviously I can hear from your voice, you really love what you do and you feel good, it actually is better for you then. Absolutely, absolutely. And it really fires me up. So even if I'm having a more challenging day with energy and all the things that come with that, um, as soon as I step into a team call or something, it just gets me fired up. So for me, it's absolutely my fuel. And like I said, there's a huge drive there to make sure my family's well taken care of long term, right? So that's a big why. Uh, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? It's actually quite recent and it was um, an interesting moment. So I was recognized at a recent convention and it wasn't the recognition because there's been other awards and things that have happened. But what was really cool is this particular recognition. I was able to look at my team in the audience and say, for the first time, I believe very, very authentically that we're in the right place at the right time. And this is going to happen for you. And it was a very emotional moment because it's a journey and it's taken me a while to get here and find the right place for me. And, and I think it was a really cool thing to be like, yes, we're here. We've linked arms and we've got this and you guys are all going to be up here next year. So that was a really, really, really proud moment for me. Yeah. Related to that, what, how, what excites you most about network marketing? What gets you so excited? Because you're, you're, so, you're talking about you're so proud. You finally can see mm-hmm. it. What do you see the future of this profession? Well, first of all, I think it's really cool that it's becoming so accepted, right? So it's more, it's how dis- goods are distributed. Like people are, there's not that stigma behind it as much anymore as to what this was or whatever. Um, I love that as a very busy mom with obviously a few things on my plate, <laughs> I can build this business quickly through social media. So for me, it's the excitement around social media. I think, you know, like if I had to start over again, which I won't ever, but (laughs) if I had to start over again, I would just open up an Instagram account and create followers. Like I think it's so cool that you can build any business through social media now without really leaving the comfort of your home. Obviously, there's a a one-on-one belly-to-belly piece of this, but to find new people and to start building relationships, you can do all that online. What are some social media tips? Uh, since you brought it up that mm-hmm. you, and you can do it, but what's some social media tips you can share with ML Nation? I think that just like any belly to belly relationship, I think that just being you having fun with it and really being consistent with your posts. I think that's the biggest one is being there for your followers So, you know, if they've liked your page or whatever it is that you're doing, are you there for them? Because they've come to you for a reason. They've come for inspiration or something, right? So to continually, you know, keep them engaged, that's a big one. Do you have any uh, specific routines, like uh, posting times or creating content or, you know, specific times a day that you engage? Or is it just more like it comes and goes? Like you you do it spur of the moment. Yeah, I'm very lifestyle. So I, I try to do one in the morning and one in the evening. Hmm. And then one throughout the day. But you know what? It very much it varies because there's days where life is just crazy and I might do multiple posts throughout the evening. <laughs> so I'm not scheduled for posting like that. But I my page, though, is quite lifestyle focused. So um, I just post when something's in my heart that I want to share or something kind of clicks for me. So Yeah, and you, your most um, 
do you do Facebook, Instagram, a couple others? Or you, you had mentioned Instagram, which is the I one just start. Well, not I had an Instagram account for a long time, but I've just started focusing on it, and I absolutely love it. But I'm mostly on Facebook, um, but I'm just starting to have a lot of fun with Instagram, and that's it for me. Um, again, for me, it's sort of a, a time management thing. I haven't uh, discovered that extra time to kind of expand into other areas. Mm. So. Want to know the best places to find new prospects in a new city? What places to advertise and find leads? As an MLM Nation Insider member, you can get How to Find Prospects in a New City course and all my other training courses for free. Normally, these courses sell for $47 on our website, but all MLM Nation Insider members have free access anytime. You definitely want to be an Insider member. Go take a dollar trial and check it out at www.mlmnationinsider.com That's mlmnationinsider.com Thank you for sharing so much, Sindra. As we wrap up the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. And these can be quicker answers, okay? Okay. Uh, first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I think I've already said it actually. It's either you can have excuses or results, not both. I think that's it. People can lie on their excuses and you don't want to stay there. I love that. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Uh, living what I love and time management. Always scheduling like you want to finish. So starting how you want to finish. Schedule, yeah. schedule, schedule. Yeah, speaking of schedule, do you use a specific tool or app? What do you use? Do you just use your, what do you, what do you use to schedule? Yeah, I just use my calendar on my Mac. That's how I do it. And it syncs with everything. Cool. Cool. And do you use, I mean, does it, do you have like a family calendar as well? Just for, I do, oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> yeah. You and I just alike, yes. We have business calendars, family calendars, event calendars. Yeah, keep everyone on the same page. Yeah, exactly. and, it's, and it's cool because everything syncs, right? You do it on your Mac and it's, everything yep. syncs on your phone and everything is very good. And your friends and my wife, they can all see what's going on. Totally, yes. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Mm, I love this one. Um. It's not, I always, you get this question of, you know, how long have you been in network marketing? How long have you been doing this? How long have you been doing this? And it's not how long you've been in the industry. It's how many conversations you've had. I heard that years ago and it stuck with me. So basically I can be doing this for six months and had a hundred conversations, or I can be doing this for six days and have a hundred conversations. So it's not about how long, it's how many conversations you've had. That is so good. It's so good. It so like, sticks with me all the time. And it makes sense because like, some of you who are listening out there, Nation, you'd be like, wow, Cinder went full-time in six months. Uh, that's almost like get rich quick. So, but she could right. have made more conversations in six months than you have done in six years. Absolutely. Right. I had thousands of conversations in that six months. Yes. Yeah. So that's why her six months is really could be someone else's 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use? Say, so say someone is interested. You met someone in social media and they're interested. Do you send them a link to an online video or do you do like a Zoom call? Or um, do you, if they're local, do you sit down and use a flip chart or do you give out samples? What do you like to use? Yeah, a couple things. One would be um, a company website if it's someone that's not close to me just to get them the information they need. But for me, it's getting in person in some form. So either if they're local I'm going to meet them for tea. If they are not local, then I get on a Zoom call. So I think that immediately building that relationship is my first goal. Hmm. Do you have a favorite online resource or like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? I don't really. It's funny. I, I follow some great network marketing 
uh, leaders. Um, so like Eric Worre, I think he has some brilliant tools on his site. So I kind of use others tools, um, and haven't kind of created my own or anything. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Oh, good. Uh, my number one recommendation and my number one gifted book for my team is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's not a network marketing book, but it is brilliantly fitted to life and network marketing. So it's basically four things that can help make this easier for you in this industry and easier for you in life. Awesome. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Sindra, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Uh Uh-oh, okay. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one, but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do? Uh, or the first place you go to find prospects <laughs> and build an MLM business from scratch? Instagram. <laughs> I would. That's where I'd go. I would start from scratch. That's how you find your people. That's why when you're sharing authentically, you find your tribe. You find the people that are connected to you. And if I knew no one, I would be on social media finding people to know. Awesome. And Super thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Um, I am on Instagram, freedom underscore mama. And I'm also on Facebook as Cinder Caverly dash freedom mama. So those are my favorite places to hang out. And, you know, last words of advice. I just think don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. This is a very simple, simple business. We tend to overcomplicate it and make it tougher than it is. Just be you, share from your heart, and have fun with it. You know, that's that's my advice. Emma Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Syndra Caverly. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Syndra. That's C-I-N-D-R-A. Okay, C-I-N-D-R-A at the search bar and the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom. Uh, Syndra's Instagram and Facebook account will be right there. Definitely check her out. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Syndra, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Syndra, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Want to know how to prospect more confidently and speak with influence? As an ML Nation Insider member, you get my Speak to Influence course along with 17 other training courses for free. These courses are normally $47, but with your dollar trial, you get all of them for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that's MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Channel for a quick recap and review from a great show from Syndra Caverly. Make sure you reach out to her. Go to MLMNation.net. Her name is Syndra, which is, is this a cool name. I've uh, never had met a Syndra before. C-I-N-D-R-A. Okay, C-I-N-D-R-A. Kind of like Cindy, but the last is R-A. Syndra Caverly. Definitely reach out to her. Uh, she uses social media to build her business. Check her out. That's what I would do. Go check her out on Instagram. She said the million dollar question. If you start all over again, she's just you go right to Instagram, start posting stuff, uh, how she 
Live, love what you, you know, live what you love. Stop posting and become friends. Uh, I'm bet you you're going to check this her out immediately right now. Her, I mean, I was checking her Facebook, but I didn't see her Instagram account to see what she does. So definitely reach out to her. And uh, so some of the main lessons here. Um, I'm going to go right from the top. Like, children can be the reason or your excuse. And this kind of relates to the balance. I think, we you know, Cindy and I talked about it. You really, you know, being in balance is a myth. Your overall life can be in balance, but you can't, if you ever want to achieve anything, you're going to be out of balance for a short amount of time. Think about if you're in school and you're studying for the finals, you're going to be out of balance for a certain amount of time to pass those exams. If you're training for the state championship game, you're going to be practicing. You'll be out of balance for a little bit. Your grades may even suffer. You may maybe have to skip a couple of classes because you have to do extra practice, right? If you get the music recital that you've been practicing for, you may have to be out of balance for a little bit to spend an you know, extra hour playing that piano or the instrument so you can play well on the recital. You know, if you're going to have kids, you're going to be out of balance for what you know. You have your first kid. You're going to be you know spending time as a parent. So. It's just like in this business. If you want to make it, you got to be out of balance for a short amount of time and then over go back in balance, right? We fall in and out. But being at the perfect state of like, you know, zen and balance, total myth and BS. And if anyone, again, preaches that, they really haven't achieved any success yet because anything I can think of, um, like right now, the ML Nation, that we've done 220 something shows, uh, it's much easier. It's balanced. But when we first launched the show, Definitely out of balance. The amount of time we put into to create the systems, the team, having, you know, getting to adding people to the team, assigning roles. And, you know, my preparation was definitely spending way more time than now because now that we've done 200 something, you know, like someone said, I've been, I should be pretty good at it, right? So, again, you get, you, if you're not getting to success, maybe you need to be out of balance a little bit and work the business. So a couple of things, what she means, I love what she said. It's not about how many years you've been in business, but how many conversations you've had. So Sindra, she got full time in six months. She may have had way more conversations. She had, she had thousands of conversations in six months, talking to all types of people, co-market, online media, online, you know, go to the grocery store, shopping mall, more conversations than you had. And the people in this game, it's actually very simple. It's simple. If you think of network marketing, it's the more people you talk to, the more the, the quicker you have success. The only thing you have to dis- protect yourself is discouragement and focusing, time management. Get yourself to talk to more people. And speaking of time management, she gave a really good um, tips that schedule everything. That's what I do. Schedule it. That's how I can do it. Like this week while we were recording this, um, we have five interviews, you know, Doing Facebook Live, MLM Nation Live. We're doing uh, mastermind meetings, uh, family commitments. Uh, I have to get my house rented out and all that type of stuff, right? What we record and still do it because everything is scheduled. I still have time for my wife, you know, the consistent meetings with my wife and my kids, reading to the kids. You have to schedule those time and have boundaries too. That's another thing. If you're spending time with your family, make sure it's 100% family time. If you're doing business, don't, you know, do your best, whatever you have to get help. So whatever you need to do, um, prevent the distractions. So schedule, schedule everything, and visualize. You got to visualize the ending because if you don't have the vision, you know, I started the show talking about your purpose and vision. You don't have the vision that's hard to schedule because you're always scheduling to the vision. You're scheduling and planning and prospecting in the future, not where you are right now. It's who you have become, okay? who you be and who you're becoming, not the current you. So that means if you haven't had much success yet, that's okay. You're prospecting in the future, your vision. Because people are always buying where you're going. You know, 
Sinjar talks about uh, live what you love. Always be consistent. Okay, you should have talked about in social media too. Being you, having fun, consistency. Consistency, consistency, lifestyle pictures, getting people interested. But you have to be consistent. A last tip is she was coachable. Now, she has a strong personality, but when she got started, the thing that helped her out, she was super coachable. Super coachable. So even though it meant doing something that she didn't like or she thought was better, she still stuck to her team system. And that's what allowed her to have success really quickly while a lot of people struggle. So great show from Syndra. Make sure you reach out to her. Uh, thank you, ML Nation, for listening. If this has helped you, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It takes only one or two minutes. Also, share this with the MLM community. And go out there. You know, li- like Syndra says, live what you love. Time management, schedule everything, live what you love, be consistent with social media, and remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, ML Nation, have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.